Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I just want to go to David Hall, who's the CEO of the Irish Mortgage Holders Organisation. But just before I come to you, David, I think it's important that we mention as well that the Special COVID Committee have met today uh, with the HSE. And there's some very concerning information in relation to that, in relation to, I suppose, the total cases around children. Uh, the median age of people who've died, the fact that they're denotifying and not really telling us about it. I'm going to come to that a little bit later on. And the fact that realistically, very few people, thankfully, have actually died in the last two months uh, from COVID-19. But also one of the most concerning ones was and I just want to find it here. And uh, Dr. Kudahi uh, from the HSE was asked, for example, a question in relation to somebody falling off a building and dying. So the question basically he was asked, if somebody um, was tested positive for COVID-19, was perfectly fine, didn't have any symptoms, but a few days later fell off a building or a roof and died, were they put down as a COVID death? And this is the big problem they had in England where 6,000 deaths were taken back off the list because this is what they were doing. And he answered, yes, they would be. Now, they would be later denotified, but you're not really told about the denotifying at 6 o'clock on RT News. You're only talk, told about the amount of deaths, um, which I think is quite shocking that they would actually put somebody's death down as a COVID death, even though their death had nothing to do with COVID-19 whatsoever. And I think that's really, really concerning that we're actually doing that because if that is the case, which it is the case, and they established that this morning at the Special COVID Committee, um, and we, under the Freedom of Information, asked the HSE about this, Helena, when she was here, emailed them, going back about a month and a half ago, uh, because of what happened in the UK. In the UK, you were never taken off the COVID list. In other words, if I had COVID today and had a heart attack, let's say, for example, in six months' time, I was down as a COVID death even though it had nothing to do with COVID. Uh, but the HSE clarified for us that they kept you on the COVID list for 28 days, according to the HSE. I don't know whether that's true or not, but that's what they said to us. And it means that if I had COVID today, and tested positive, if I had no symptoms whatsoever, and in three weeks' time I had a heart attack in the middle of the show and dropped dead, or I fell off the roof of this building while I was trying to fix something and killed myself, um, I would go down as a COVID-related death, and I would be on the news at 6 o'clock as one of those, one of those deaths. And to me, that's a manipulation of figures. You can call it whatever you like, but I believe that's a manipulation of figures because clearly I didn't die of COVID-19. And for anybody to even insinuate that I did would be bizarre. We've never done that in the history of mankind before, in the history of health service, and I don't know why we're doing it now. We'll talk about that a bit more later on. But that has been clarified today at the Special COVID Committee, amongst other things, by the way, as well, which I'll talk about later. But getting to mortgages first, by the way, if you've been on a mortgage repayment break, which was introduced, of course, in response to COVID-19's pandemic, uh, it will not be extended beyond the end of this month, uh, beyond the end of September, and the banks will instead deal with distressed borrowers on a case-by-case basis, by the way, which was always the case. I mean, if you were in distress, you could always ring up your bank, I suppose, and discuss it and see whether they do something for you. Uh, to give me a bit more information on it is David Hall, is the CEO of the Irish Mortgage Holders Organisation. Uh, David, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Niall. Um, David, it was quite concerning yesterday when Leo Varadkar put up that video after he had a meeting with uh, Pascal O'Donoghue and the head of all the banks that basically they're not willing to have this, I suppose, mortgage holiday or repayment break any further than the end of this month but we'll deal with people on a case-by-case basis be it interest only or reduced payments is that acceptable do you think no it's not it's not acceptable on a number of fronts number one you can't trust the banks to um bring forward solutions i noticed the complete absence of any sample solutions yesterday i'd ask anybody to find me a website belonging to an irish bank or a vulture fund or a central bank that can actually detail the solutions that are available from those lenders to me following a 
payment breaker indeed if I'm in need of a further resolution. So this common phrase that's used now is the suite of solutions are available. The central bank requires banks to go through a formal process, the mortgage arrears resolution process. Many people affected by COVID will never have gone through that process before. And it's quite an awkward nuisance of a process when you've got people in jobs, which is categorically clear they're affected directly by COVID. So payment break is not a free break. You pay the interest of the capital that you just haven't paid for the last number of months. It gets added on. Yeah, because a lot, a lot of people who are paying their mortgage think oh, other people might be getting away with not paying. You're not. You're, you're, it's recapitalised, no, of course. Yeah, recapitalised. You're, you're, not, you're not getting a freebie here. And again, yeah, you're actually paying more. You're paying, you're paying for the privilege. You are actually paying for the privilege. Um, it's, it's an inexpensive cost by comparison to borrowing it somewhere else. But we're in a pandemic. We're all in this together, allegedly. Um, no, that, well, that was the line, wasn't it, four months ago? Line, I'm yeah. starting to think we're not all in this together anymore. No, but go on. Things, things came to a sudden stop and a panic measure was taken, which at the time was a reasonable measure to be taken. The problem is very little change for a significant cohort of people. So you make a change to reflect that pandemic and then you suddenly decide where no circumstances have changed, it's no longer acceptable to continue with that. That's unfair. And this is not about giving anyone a freebie or anyone getting away with something. People are already under immense pressure. Those people who are directly affected, and many people that listen to your show and many people listen to... Well, people particularly in Dublin and Donegal, I suppose, today. Yes, won't have jobs. Won't know are they going back to full-time, to part-time. Two households who've borrowed to get a mortgage, both are likely to be in a similar type of industry or to a similar type of sector, and now their income is decimated. Their standard financial statement, by the way, this is how stupid yesterday's announcement was, the standard financial statement you filled in two weeks ago is different to the standard financial statement you fill in today. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago you were open, two weeks since yeah. closed. And all of a sudden what's there's a lockdown and you're back out of work again. Yeah. And what's going to happen in the next number of weeks? We're going to have a rolling situation. So people who don't need a payment break shouldn't take one. They should continue well, to take that, one. But, but isn't that the problem with this whole system? The old way of doing things where, you know, you kind of knew where you'd be this time, three months' time, you know, if you were in a job or out of a job, uh, you were either one or the other. You, know how much, you knew how much you were earning and you could do up a financial statement. But currently the way things are at the moment, particularly with the COVID-19, it's changing day by day. Everything changes day by day. Your employment risk changes day by day. And there's no kind of simple solution for this. And the bank's simple solution, or so the government's was, let's give everybody a mortgage holiday or break for six months, uh, you know, provided they could prove uh, that they were obviously in distress. Uh, and it wasn't a case of just ringing them up and saying, listen, I'm not paying you for six months. You had to have some sort of level of proof. Uh, even if well, they got it wrong, Niall, even if they got it wrong, you're still paying for it. You're punishing yourself. So the structure they had in place was the safest structure known to man. Mm. Even if you decided to ring up thinking you're pulling a stroke, you're paying for it yourself. Yeah. Um, so you've you're made a fool of yourself doing that. The challenge now is you've now deciphered those people who are not going back to work straight away. You actually have the dedicated cohort of people looking at you straight in front of you. So anybody else who's in a different category of employment who has a pay slip to prove they're being paid not on the pup of the COVID payment anymore is available to pay the mortgage. So you can actually identify clearer the most vulnerable people who are affected. And what did they do? Unilaterally said no. And again, you had a showboating exercise yesterday with a, with a call with the various ministers. And, why, bank and bank. why can't Pascal Donoghue and Leo Varadkar and co. turn around to the banks and say, well, hold over a second. Firstly, we're, we were funding you originally anyway. I mean, it's our job to make sure we look after the citizens of this country. 89,000 people originally availed of these breaks. And I'm sure a large quantity of those people, as well as the people, by the way, who were before distress, a large quantity of those people still can't pay their mortgages. Are we looking at a disaster down the road in about a year's time when we have 22, 23% unemployment? 
Yeah, I think we have two, two cohorts. Don't forget, the people who are in difficulty, who are back on a restructure and back in employment with a restructure and have been affected by COVID are really in immense difficulty because they've already availed of a number of restructures. Uh, and the, the restructures work in a waterfall format. Now, I'm saying they work in a waterfall format. This is what used to happen during the recession. A number of these waterfall solutions, Niall, have been stopped by the banks. And that's why I've asked the minister and we're saying, show us the solutions that each bank is currently providing. Don't just lie to us and tell us the banks will look after you on a case-by-case basis. They've never done that in the But past. they've just let the banks off the hook again, but they're, they're well, constantly doing this. The tables. banks have given the two fingers back to the lads again. They yeah. keep coming in for a cup of tea and a coffee. Not once in 10 years have they done as they were asked. Noonan brought them in to look for the variable rates to be reduced. They walked out the gates and took the two fingers up. Yesterday, the lads, I don't even know why they embarrassed themselves by calling the meeting. It's actually an embarrassment to think for one minute that they were going to have a successful outcome of a meeting to call them and ask them to treat people fairly. A list of solutions the banks were going to provide should have been provided uh, yesterday if they were honest in providing those solutions. I, I did. I don't know whether you saw Leo on Twitter and his spin on the meeting. The spin on the meeting was, of course, we did something for you. Well, in fact, they did absolutely nothing. We achieved nothing by that meeting yesterday. At the end of this month, there are many people out there who just cannot afford their mortgage. And I see disaster down the road in eight, month, eight or nine months. No, there's nothing. And yesterday, actually, by the way, the, the central bank very slyly put up a press release that they never issued to the press, but they put up a little release on their website which is the normal mortgage rears resolution figures they publish. But they, for the first time in eight years, they broke those down now. The first time ever, the data that everyone's been asking for for the last eight years were miraculously just produced up on their website. In the day, same day, the announcement is going to be made in relation to the uh, payment breaks not continuing. Within those details, within those figures, prior to COVID, it shows 11,500 people who haven't been able to restructure their mortgage where they haven't issued legal proceedings, and 12,000 people who they've deemed non-cooperative. And then the central bank has also reported that two-thirds, the banks have told the central bank, not David Hall, banks have told the central bank that two-thirds of those people in long-term arrears will lose their home. Two-thirds of 26,000 will lose their home. That's the banks telling the central bank um, so, so you're going to be on here when all this COVID is finished. Hopefully, you'll be on here, David, next year, and we'll be talking about people out on the streets losing their homes we'll be because of COVID nineteen. We'll be talking the hundred percent. There's nothing sure in the world by my own calculations. I would say, and I think having spoken to some of the banks, who unfortunately won't publicly tell the truth and say what they know because they have the data, they have the information. Probably twenty to twenty five thousand people won't recover post COVID. Okay, quick advice for people, just your own personal advice for people who find themselves in a situation, end of September, their mortgage holiday or whatever you want to call it, whatever wording you want to use for it is over the end of September. Um, what would your advice be if they're not in a better situation and they're still on a reduced wage or a part-time or they've lost their job? What would your yeah, advice the, the, be? Because of what's happened, because of the government's failure to control this and the central bank's failure to control this, you need to engage the bank because what you don't want to do is put yourself in a very bad, disadvantageous position where someone has a, an axe to grind with you and take you on. Many people won't be able to do that now, won't have confidence and won't be comfortable dealing with their lender. They can contact us through mortgageholders.ie, they can contact MABS or they can contact a personal insolvency practitioner. At any stage, there's help available for people to do it. The worst possible thing they can do, don't get take with them, don't ignore them, they will not go away. And in a year's time, in two years' time, the decision you make today is the decision that will determine whether you're in your house in a couple of years' time or not. So it's absolutely critically important. You put out of your head that they're bastards. You just have to put it to the back of your head and deal with them. If you can't deal with them on your own, there is help available. And so then contact us on 1800 988 977 or through mortgageholders.ie. Then contact MABS or any of the personal insolvency practitioners via backontract.ie. Do not prey on anger and 
leave them and not engage with them. It okay. is your future, it is your home. You must engage with them. Sadly. All right, well, look, sadly, there's a lot of people in that situation. That number again, David, if you give it to me, 1800, what was it? 1800 All right, listen, thank you very much indeed, and I appreciate Thanks, you going on the air. That's 1800 if you want to contact the Irish Mortgage Holders Association, maybe just to get a bit of advice on where your next step is if you find yourself still in difficulty with your mortgage and you can't get any resolution with your bank, or maybe you're afraid to approach the bank with the point, obviously, that he's making is don't ignore them. They're not going to go away. No, they don't. They stay there. They'll be always, you'll always other. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.